The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. My friends are degenerates, but I never change them. Liars, cheats, and hypocrites, not the time for saving. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on the Blitz. 713-780-ESPN is your number. 713-780-3776. Or you can get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz. Click like. You're good to go. There's Twitter at Fred Fowler. F-A-O-U-R. At A.J. is the real. At Aaron is Blitz. At DeGeneres975. You can text the show. You know the number for that. You can uh, watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash ESPN975. Missed the first hour. Uh, some uh, good-natured uh, banter back and forth, and then uh, a lot of making fun of what shows Cal McNair would watch. So um, The Ringer did a guide to the NBA draft. Uh, they did a, a mock draft, in fact, and they've got, uh, they've got some comps to, uh, to all the players. Guess who they have getting the number one pick in the draft, Fred? Mm, please, please tell me they don't have the Rockets getting the number Your one. Your Houston Rockets. They're not my Houston Rockets. The number one pick in the draft. I don't know if this is what Rocket fan wants to hear. His comp, it's, he's actually got two. One says, supersized Shea Gilgis Alexander. Okay, there's worse things than that. How about shorter Ben Simmons with a jumper? Now's not the time to put that on him. Nobody wants to hear shorter Ben Simmons. I stopped listening after that. Yeah. That's the worst thing you can say about Cade Cunningham right now. Oh. Although I do think it, they're very similar. I don't think he's as good defensively as uh, Ben, but there's some similarities. Um, second, they've got Evan Mobley to uh, Detroit. Shades of Chris Bosch and Christian Wood. Jalen Green, third to Orlando. Uh, Bradley Beal and Zach Levine are the comps. Jalen Suggs, fourth to Oklahoma City. Brandon Roy, Chauncey Billups, Jamal Murray, the comps there. Yeah, I like the Brandon Roy one. I do, too. That's, that's one we've talked about before, and I uh, I love Brandon Roy. I- um. Jonathan Kaminga, five. To, he's the, the other G-leaguer. Uh, Jalen Green and Jonathan Kaminga have been playing for the Ignite. Uh, Kaminga's comps, Danny Granger, Luol Deng, Jeff Green to the Cavs. And then um, Keon Johnson, the the wing from Tennessee, to Golden State. Um, which, by the way, the Warriors could end up... They could, they, the Warriors could end up picking pretty high, honestly. They've... Uh, um, Davion Mitchell, seven from Baylor uh, to Toronto to your Raptors, Fred. Is that your new adopted team now that the Rockets are garbage? Uh, I mean, I always, I always kind of rooted for them because the wife did. Yeah, it, it's like that's that's the whole country's team. But you know, I mean, I was always, I I say I was always Rockets first. But if it had come down to Rockets and Raptors when it was the Raptors with Kawhi and the Rockets with Harden, I probably would have. I don't know who I would have voted for. If I'd voted for the Rockets, I'd never get late again. Uh, Alperin Sengun, uh, who I don't know, um, it, it, they've caught him comp to Demonis Sabonis, Enos Cantor, 
and uh, Nikola Vucevic. And uh, he's 18. He's six foot 10, 240. I don't know anything about him. He might be really good. I, I've got no idea. Then it's got Jalen Johnson from Duke, nine to the Kings. Uh, who they've got is Aaron Gordon, Rudy Gay, or a bigger R.J. Barrett. And then Corey Kispert from Gonzaga. Uh, they've got him comp to Bojan Bogdanovic, Joe Harris, or Gary Trent Jr. He'd go 10 to the Pelicans. Other notable players, uh, well, or, or, that you might care about here, number 12, the Spurs, Franz Wagner from Michigan. And you know if he goes to the Spurs, he'll become a player. He would be good. Um, James Booknight from UConn. Uh, to Yukon or from Yukon to Golden State. Uh, let's see, Memphis Kai Jones from Texas. Uh, number oh Sharif Cooper twenty one to the Knicks. Cameron Thomas from LSU number twenty two to the Lakers. Number twenty three the Rockets Trey Mann guard from Florida, uh, who's got comps to D'Angelo Russell or a taller Darius Garland, and number twenty four Greg Brown. The forward from Texas, who uh, was not really allowed on the floor very much last year because he just was far from ready. He would be a long-term project, presumably. Uh, And then Ayo Desumu, they've got 25 to the Clippers. Jared Butler from Baylor, 28 to the Sixers. And probably nobody else you really care about. So uh, that's the... uh, those are some of the the key names that could be drafted, but it all, everything depends on who gets that, who gets those envelopes tonight. Yeah, because I mean, the, this I, I kind of object to this too. It's like, give me the top prospects that'll be available for where your team slots in. I mean, you're you're projecting who's who's going to win the lottery balls, and then you're going to do that. Seems a bit much to me. I mean, it was good stuff. I enjoyed it, but I just I don't think the Rockets are getting the number one pick. I think they're getting the fifth pick, and then they won't have one because that that's Houston sports. And a year ago, you were talking about how to try to get, you know, redo things with Westbrook so that this team could maybe compete for a title. And now you're talking about, man, if they don't get a, if a ball doesn't land in the right place, this team's rebuild is going to take another year. Yeah. And it, it is important because, if, and, and plus, you need to hit on the guy. You can go look at how many top four picks people miss on. So there's there's still that chance. I mean, we get, how do we know? They haven't. When was the last time they drafted anybody? Yeah. Uh, so we don't know how the staff is going to uh, scout. We don't know what direction they're going to go. Yep. And so I mean, it, it it really is hard to sit here and say, oh well, if they get this, I, I have the guys I like and that I'd like to see them get. Doesn't mean they're going to turn out to be anything. But yeah, and like I said I think Suggs is my favorite player in this draft. And if they got him or Cunningham, I'd feel like there's a good chance they got themselves a really good player. Now, is that really good Luca level? Probably not. No. I mean, the, the, those don't happen very often. But does it mean they, you know, next year they get another high pick? They get another really good player? Suddenly, you're looking at a couple of high-level stars? Yep. Then, then you're not as bad anymore. But now, you say that, and, and look at how long the Timberwolves have been, you know, shoveling the same crap. Yeah. And, and Sacramento. Yep. It, it's just it, it doesn't matter whoever they pick. They don't, they get the wrong guy. The teams never get any better. And you know that's that's the fear. That's the only thing about you know. And I I agree. The Rockets needed to blow everything up, and I'm totally fine that they did. But that's your concern is like all those years where you were almost good enough to get to the finals. 
to me, that's a lot better than just suck every year, suck every year, suck every year. And, and even Philadelphia, the, the whole trust the process thing. Did it really work? I mean, you made it to a couple conference finals. If, if that was the big goal. Okay, so that's where the that's where the Rockets were. Yeah. So. I get, here's the thing about the process. Like, if you're that team and you're you're that bad for that long, sure, if you say in three years you'll be in the Eastern Conference Finals, at the time you're like, hell yeah, let's take it. Right. But then once you get there, you're like, did this thing even work? We didn't win a single title. Like, it, it's hard to win titles. Uh, and especially building, like, in today's NBA, it's really hard to build a t- or to win a title the way the Sixers did, or where the Sixers were trying to. That's how the Warriors won their first title, basically with all guys that they drafted. That's tough, man. Yeah. It's tough to build a super team that way, you, because you know, you've got to be right, and then right again, and then right again. And uh, we saw Oklahoma City do that, or Seattle, when it was Kevin Durant, Russ Westbrook, James Harden. They got close, couldn't keep it together, uh, and then Golden State did it. But it, everybody else who wins titles, it's it's these the new way to build super teams. It's maybe you draft one of them, but more likely you get three guys who are willing to take less money to go to the same place. Yeah, I think the other, the team that came close to being that was the Thunder when they drafted those guys and, and got to the finals. They didn't yep. win. But you know, and, and then Toronto, even even Toronto, those were all their own guys. But you know, you still had to bring in Kawhi Leonard to win it. Yeah, and and so I mean, that's kind of more like the old school go get one guy deal for one year. But I think in in general, to build a team like this, ideally you get a top four pick here, you get another high pick next year, then you start bringing in free agents again, because once you have a core that people want to play with, you know, and and who knows, maybe you get a guy and. Everybody wants to play with Cade Cunningham. Yeah. The whole world. James Harden wants to come back. Please, no. You know, you just mentioned Kawhi Leonard, and it, it makes me wonder if, let's say Kawhi Leonard, let's say the, the somehow the Clippers win this series without him, and then he's back for the NBA Finals and he wins, and that's his third title with three teams in seven years. Like where's that put him in the all time conversation? I think you gotta you gotta start having that conversation about like him. with totally different groups. Well, and that's that's the thing that even kind of separates him from uh, Tim Duncan a little bit because he he has gone to three different teams now. So did LeBron. I mean, we're not going to put him in LeBron category, but I think you have to start taking a look at him on a different light. Having said that, I, after that injury, I can't see how he's going to be back for this series or the finals, but. They keep acting like he might. But uh All right, I got to tell you guys about TGS insurance. If you want to uh you're looking to save some money on your homeowner's insurance, TGS they think that's a great idea and they think you should do it. And they they said, "You know what? We're going to make it real easy for you. Send a text. Text the word money to 232323. TGS will ask for your address. You'll send that and within 15 seconds they'll have a full and firm insurance quote right there in your inbox. And the average customer saving over $900 a year. That's a lot of money. That adds up. And when you start talking about five years down the road, you've saved damn near $5,000 on your homeowner's insurance. I saved over $1,000 a year. Uh, they'll take care of the back end. If you like what they've got to say, they'll get you refunded out of your old policy and start you saving money with them right away. And if you don't like it, well, there's no obligation. You throw away the quote and boom, you've, you're, 
right there with 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 you know nothing. You're you're not held to anything. You're free free and clear. Uh, guys, there's no downside. Why wouldn't you check this out? Text money to twenty three twenty three twenty three. Start saving today with TGS Insurance. And grab your job. This is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. This is the Blitz. On ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on the Blitz. Um, we're talking a little bit about how that Raptors team was built. And, and of course, every Rockets fan. Oh, Kyle Lowry was a Rocket. He's been there since 2012. So you don't get to claim him anymore. He was part of a trade piece that got you James Harden. You should be happy with that. But um, really, the only homegrown guys on that team were Van Vliet and Siakam. So that's less than what the Warriors had. Yeah, And, and so, I mean, the Warriors are, are really the last homegrown team and before KD. But every other team added one guy. Yep. Even the Spurs were adding guys. Now, they weren't maybe, they certainly weren't KD level. Well, I mean, the Spurs, the Duncan, Geno- like Duncan Ginobili, Parker, uh, Duncan Kawhi, like those were guys that they home grew, for, for, like at least the core of yeah, guys. yeah. And, and and so I mean I think that's the last one you go back to, but the Heat certainly weren't that. No, and the Cavs certainly weren't that. That's just, um, but I don't think it mattered. And and Slopez brings up it seems like the Suns and are any of the teams that are in now. Would we consider that? I, I, I guess think, the Hawks. No, yeah, the Hawks. The Hawks. I mean, the Suns brought in CP three. But other than that, all those guys are recent draftees. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think that's, I mean, that's an acceptable model, right? You can bring in one guy. Sure. I think what people object to is, all right, if the one guy goes to the team that he couldn't Building beat. a super team, sure. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, I, I don't know, man. I, I kind of feel like however you do it, 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 it doesn't matter. I mean, matter. I, I guess the, I mean... The Bucks, we'd we'd have to say they're they're pretty well homegrown. Yeah, uh, and everybody trades for pieces around You've like have PJ some, you Tucker and guys your like whole that. Team, yeah, yeah but, you can't. You don't that. I think that one's that's a pretty good example. Like, so re- well, realistically, though, I mean, I guess, other than the Clippers, I think all three of these teams are pretty close to that. I guess it depends because I mean, Drew Holiday's not a. He's certainly not homegrown. Yeah, but you went out and traded for him. Right? Yeah, and just like you went out and traded for Chris Paul, it's not like. You know, a couple of these guys decided, hey, let's go play here. Um, so, I mean, I think for the most part, I would say three of the four teams are kind of are kind of like that. I mean, they've all got somebody that, except maybe the Hawks. Because, I mean, the Buck, Middleton wasn't drafted by the Bucks. Drew Holiday wasn't. Brooke Lopez wasn't. I mean, really, it was just Giannis that was drafted by the Bucks. So, it might just be the Hawks. <laughs> Man, I, I'll, I'll say the Suns. Yeah, because because I think Paul's the only one on there, right? I need to go double check. Uh, of their, I, I'm, I'm sure they have a couple of guys on the roster that they didn't draft. Of their like, their I think core, core guys, guys though. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, 
Well, I mean, do we consider Jay Crowder? Mm. Mm. But, yeah, uh, I mean, he's a starter. Maybe it is just Booker and Aiton. You know. Well, uh, Mikael Bridges. Yeah. Okay. So what's the number? We, we need to set the number here. That's how you have to do it. I'm going to say three homegrown key rotation guys. I, I mean, it, listen, if you say that the the Warriors, even when they brought KD in, weren't a, a bought super team, then the Suns aren't a bought super no, team they in weren't. my mind. They weren't because they because drafted... Because Booker, Aiton, Bridges are all homegrown. Right. And Chris Paul, they brought in to get him over the hump. I, I'm... I'm not opposed to that, I, and I, I don't think it's I don't think it's like gross the way they made it. Well, no, the, the Warriors drafted Draymond, they drafted Steph, they drafted Clay, and those are their three best players until they got KD. So, yeah, they they still had three homegrown products that they drafted that they built with. So, yeah, I mean that that qualifies. So, I think this qualifies. Yeah. Uh, so that's my ruling: three key rotation guys and presumably your best player. You drafted, which I think Booker is clearly the best player, even more so than Paul. Yeah. So how's that? That's a standard. We're, we're all in agreement yep. on that. Well, damn, that was easy. I wanted to fight. I mean, I'll, you know what? We'll say three key players or two in your starting five and then two off your bench. Yeah. And it depends on what your bench guys are doing, though. If they're just... You know, five well, yeah, that's where you have to define yeah, yeah. what's the difference between key players and guys that are just going to come off the bench. Because, um, I mean, if you had six man of the year coming off the bench, that's really a third guy. Yeah. I think we need something simpler. I think yours works. Well, well it, That was just the only other way. When you first <laughs> no, said no, we I mean, need to start makes, a standard, it makes my, perfect sense. my brain went to two of your starting five have to be drafted, have to be homegrown, and then at least two guys who get serious minutes off your bench. Hmm. Or... All three, either that or three of your starting five have to be homegrown. But I like yours better. But contributors, though, I mean, just because you're starting five, if you're, you know, if you're a seven footer who averages four points and six rebounds a game, and you're not really, you're just there, like you're that seventh option on offense. Eh. What if you're averaging like four blocks a game as well? Oh, well, you better be if you're only averaging four points. Yeah. I, I, you know what? I had no intention of getting onto how we define homegrown teams or not. <laughs> but, but it is funny that it depends on people's perspective because Rockets fan used to bitch about that all the time. And yet, what were they doing every year? Well, we went out and got Harden, so let's add Dwight. Yeah. Yeah. Let's add uh, Chris Paul. Let's add Russell Westbrook. James Harden. I mean, the yeah. list goes on. Yeah. So. I don't know, man. It's just, it, it, it's, to me, is a team fun. I think the Suns are fun. I'm going to rally the Valley. I'm, I'm in. Good luck. Um, but yeah, I, the, the, the whole lottery thing, it'll be a lot more fun to talk about tomorrow. Well, I hope it's fun to talk about tomorrow. If it's not, and it didn't go well, we're going to be like, um, so AJ, uh, you're picking 18th. Give me some of your... Your sleeper college basketball yeah, guys. Uh, <laughs> I think it'll be fun if they get one, two, or eighteen. If they get three or four, it's kind of eh. But if it's one or two, or they fall out and end up with eighteen, then you guys can make it fun. 
Because you're either rubbing it in Rockets fans' face, yeah, I, but, I mean, or you actually get to seriously listen, talk about. I'm sympathetic towards them. I'm not going to rub it in their face. Really? I, yeah, I feel I want them to get that pick. I want them to get a high pick because they did the right thing. What, I would be a total hypocrite if I sat here and said, you know what, you need to hit the reset button. The hardened thing's not working. Which well, AJ was screaming that more so than I was. So you take the blame for it. But there's no way you can say that, and then they do it, and then you root against them for it to work. That's not that's not fair. It's definitely not sexy. Yeah. To quote uh, Mark Wahlberg. Um, so, you know, yeah, I, I'm hoping they get a top. I hope they get a top two pick, and then I hope they do the right thing with it. That that because then we'll be able to speculate on that up until draft time. It's like, oh, I hope, hope they take Jalen Suggs, and then they'll take somebody else, and then we can bitch. You'll be gone by then, so you're not going to care. That's true. So, um, if you're the Rockets, do you buy low and trade for Simmons? N- not me. Plus, what are you trading? You trading this pick? Yeah, I wouldn't. I, I, I like the upside of some of these other guys first. Oh, another Deshaun joke, rubbing it in their faces. I don't think he actually did that. Well, maybe he did. I don't know. Totally confused. All right, let's do Pro Dunk Hoops. Tell the people about Pro Dunk Hoops, the best basketball goal on the entire planet. And there's only one place to get it, ProDunkHoops.com. They've got goals to fit your home, your driveway, your backyard. They've got a fully portable version. If you've got a pain in the ass HOA, you can't have a hoop in front of your house. You say, oh, yeah, suck it. I'm going to roll it into the garage when I'm done. And the great thing is all those goals are adjustable from 5 feet to 10 feet with the turn of a handle. And that way any age can play. So I got a, you know, my nine-year-old, he's tired of getting punked out by his his big brother on the 10-foot goal. He rolls it down to eight. Now he can make some shots. He's feeling better about himself. He's having fun. Plus, it's keeping him off the video games. It's keeping him off of social media. So they're outside. They're doing kids stuff the way it's supposed to be. Be a good dad. Get your kids out doing kids stuff the way it's supposed to be. It's really easy. Go to ProDunkHoops.com. You'll see the difference. I mean, these goals are just phenomenal. Uh, you're going to love the product. You're going to love the customer service. It's just a great company. That's ProDunkHoops.com. ESPN. This is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz, and you know what that music means. Time for the legend of Houston media. Which, he's not that old to be a legend, but he's still a legend. Sad Jerome Solomon on Twitter. And uh, Jerome, any big announcements that you want to uh, come out with here while you're on here? Come out uh, with? <laughs> <laughs> no, I I did hear you say that you used to run in a lot of Oilers who were gay and in, in the gay clubs you went to back in the eighties. That, that's you know. not exactly what I said. Although I've 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 been to I go to gay clubs every now and then with my friends. I have no problem with yeah. that. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah. But, 
Um, I don't. I don't know if they would have been able to come out publicly and uh, well, it's at that time as well. You, rem- as it is you remember now. a lot it's of different. Those, yeah, that's so you remember a lot of those guys. They were locally one hundred percent out. Right. It's just they weren't in public and they weren't nationally. I, well, I, I don't. I don't know if they were out locally. Like, I mean, I maybe in the gay community, but not not among everyone else. So they were. Mm. They were intentionally trying. I mean, they they weren't. They weren't loud and proud, if that's what you mean. I just say there's a few of them that brought their friends to the locker room with no problem, and nobody said a word. Anyway, let's. Uh, uh, how excited are you uh, to see balls dropping tonight? <laughs> that's, I, I won't be watching for the balls. All right. I'll, I'll be Do you like that transition? Do you like that one from uh, one that, to the other? There. Uh, that's it's no. That's not a transition. It's still in the same story. Sounds like. Uh, yeah, it's it's been long overdue. It's like okay, let's get to it. It's I, I don't know what it is. It's the lottery is not as exciting as it used to be. I mean, I part part of it is because even if the players are talented that are coming out, there's it's rare that you have the you know LeBron James or even the Zion. Okay, that's that's interesting enough. That but Kate Cunningham doesn't doesn't move the needle like that for for most of us. Well, even the problem, if he is a heck of a player. The, the problem is you got to remember there was a time when. Andrew Wiggins was supposed to be LeBron uh, Zion level, so it's not even when it's a home run, it's not a home run. Yeah, but back in the day, you got to see a guy play college ball for three or four years. Yeah, you you knew a stud when you saw one. I mean, they yeah they make mistakes, but not like they do now, where it's it's I mean it's it's a crapshoot, man. The lottery, the yeah, the lottery is science, but picking players is you know fortune telling. What what are your thoughts on on Cade if, and like what you've seen of him? Do you hope the Rockets get the number one pick, or do you think they'd be better off with one of these other guys? No, no I, to me, it's always you. Get the, the number one pick is the right pick, so <laughs> you 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 shouldn't go wrong with that. You should pick the right player. And if they if, and they they're going to pick Cade Cunningham if they get it because he's the consensus number one guy, and I think he's a good player. I think he in terms of the way he plays, he'll fit in wherever he goes. So yeah, he'll be a, a huge plus for the Rockets and and he's not such a dominant player or they don't have enough around him that, you know, they'll jump from the worst team in the league this year to you know, to the playoffs next year, which means they probably get another shot with all these picks they have of getting another top five player next year and then then you're working with something. But you mess around and you know, get the fifth pick tonight and end up picking 18th, uh, you're, you're back in the same boat. Well, let me ask you this. It, in in your mind, let's say they do get the number one pick and the the Thunder say, well, hey, we'll give you, you know, the the fourth pick, the 16th pick, and the 18th pick for that number one pick. I mean, Oklahoma City says we want the the, the Oklahoma State kid in our building. He's going to sell a bunch of jerseys. Yeah. So now you're getting the fourth best player in the draft, and you get two more firsts. Are you making that move? I'd, I'd give it some serious thought, but I, I'm not. I'm not sure what you're getting later on in the draft would be enough. And they already have two other picks later. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's not like st- now you'll be picking four first rounders. You know, mid to late. Like, is that really? going to improve your chances of one of them being good it, enough that you take a lesser player, quote-unquote, in the number four guy. I'm not sure it's worth it. If you had zero draft picks, yeah. But they, they'd have to give me some ones 
next year or something or the year after yeah. some other some unprotected ones at that so i can really take a shot at a good player as opposed to it's just the way the league is now i mean you, you people getting picked 18th are just not gonna be stars in this league or rarely are they going to be so it, it no you don't really gain anything by doing that i'm really uncomfortable with the word unprotected considering where the conversation started but if if you if you knew <laughs> it's you, all sex all the time yeah, he can't get out of it, yeah, it I mean. it's it all started with deshaun but if you could if you could get if you tell me I'm getting Jalen Suggs at four, I make that trade in a heartbeat. Uh, I mean, you, you would get one of the top four guys. It's it's clear that the top four are, have separated themselves from everyone else, but Cade has separated himself from the other three. No, you you if they end up getting the fourth pick, they'll be happy to take what they get. I just don't know you trade down for that pick because what you're getting back is an equal value. That's the thing. I mean, you're you're getting some value, but it's not equal because, you know, that guy's not as good as Kane Cunningham. And, you know, those other picks, you've got picks around that point. I mean, I just don't know if 16 and 18 is enough, you know, you, you, or you do a do a Daryl Morey. And I can't even remember all the guys he picked, except Royce White was one of them. I think there was a Morris that, that, was that one got of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's. Yeah, there was there was a Morris. There was a Royce White. And there was some guy from Turkey, if I'm not mistaken. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, and I, so and like, what did you what did you get, really get out of that? Except you got one guy who was a legitimate NBA player, uh, but he didn't didn't play for you much because you ended up moving him. So yeah, you can get some pieces to trade as well. I just don't know if they're in they're in the position right now to start doing that kind of thing. I mean, it it'll be interesting. I I, I really hadn't thought about it, hadn't studied it, and will after the draft breaks down and if right. that trade is on the table. But right now, I'd say. You, no, you take the best player, and you—it's—it's it's never the wrong thing to take the best player. Yeah, it's—it's it's funny. We should be excited about the draft lottery because when was the last time the Rockets were even well, hell in in the draft, much less in the lottery? Yeah, I mean it's 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 been a long time that they've been bad enough to 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 be this in such a good position. So yeah, people should be a little excited about it. But man, their their season was so bad, and they were so out of it. That, that you know, you just see how a lot of fans just turn them off and tune them out, and you know, COVID and all of that. There are far more important things going on than the losing Rockets, you know. And so, and they they don't have anybody that's exciting enough that people paid attention. They've got some a couple of exciting players, but not enough to get people juices flowing. That's why that's why you take a Kate Cunningham if you get the chance to do that because that'll that'll make people pay attention. Yeah, I think uh, and. The the thing is, it was easy to kind of ignore him because we knew this is what was going to happen when when they made the the Harden trade. So here here's the uh, the conspiracy theory that I saw on Twitch earlier. I can't remember who did it, so I, I give him credit for it. Uh, the Rockets will get the number one pick because they gave Harden to to a New York team. <laughs> About that, yeah. That's that the the conspiracy theory with the NBA draft lottery is, is as always. It's been it's been great since the what was it the. The alleged bent card. Yeah, well, the in the, the, the frozen. The it mix. was the frozen card for Patrick Ewing, is what it was. Yeah, yeah. So there's there's always something every year, which I I, w- I would love to see the Rockets get the number one pick and somebody to actually push that narrative because it'd be hilarious. Yeah, now, and I will say that now that was exciting and far more fun than these these balls that we don't we don't get to watch them do it anyway, right? But back then when they used to have to reach into the big bubble and pull out the card and and place them on the rack. It, that was, 
it was entertaining. I mean, it really was. This this tonight is not entertaining. It's like, dude, will y'all just hurry up and get it over with? Yeah, it's it's. Tell me how it turned out. That, that's right. all I it, care about. It's it's like the NFL schedule release. That's it, not entertaining. Just give me the schedule. And move on. Yeah, yeah. So uh, your Astros playing pretty well right now. Best team in baseball, it seems. I mean, I, the A's have been playing well right along with them until this last weekend. But I mean. The, with their offense, they're just – they're going to be hard to beat, uh, you know, during the season. they I don't know if they have enough pitching to kill it when the playoffs come around, but they'll be – they're a team that's in the hunt. And, it, you know, me, I don't root for anybody, but, man, it kind of would be good to – just good theater for them to make a World Series run and win this thing because they're the most hated team in baseball – and even winning it clean like they they would have to this year wouldn't change that at all. It'll just make it even more exciting going forward. I mean, it's just it'll be fun to watch how they're treated in playoff games, the way they're being treated in freaking games in May. Can you imagine how they're gonna be treated in October? Yeah, you know, it'll, it'll be interesting. I I think they the Fox will never admit it, and ESPN would never admit it. But how much would they love to see Astros Dodgers again? Yeah, and. And when when has a Houston team ever been the team that people wanted to see? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> deep in the playoffs, like never. It's, it's never been that. I don't think. Uh, I, I mean, I'd have to give it some real thought, but I don't think they've Houston's ever been the team that people wanted to see play. So that they didn't get to do it by being beloved. They got to do it by being, you know, the villains, and that that's fun too. I'm, I'm all about villains. I like villains. So. Uh, uh, tell everybody where they can uh, get all all the things that you got going on. I know you got multiple TV shows going. Let let people know know what's up. It's all over the place, but yeah, our, our show debuted on CW thirty nine Houston Sports Show on Saturday nights at ten. Our debut last Saturday was was pretty good. We had a a fun little skit to, to open the show. That was it's it's worth checking out if you haven't seen it. It's pretty pretty hilarious. With you know when you mix in great writing and bad acting and cheesy jokes you get good television so <laughs> we have a lot of that but yeah we do that obviously here on esp at 97.5 and 92.5 on sunday mornings from 8 to 10 houston sports show good stuff as always and texas sports nation all over at&t sports net and sunday night kprc at 11 o'clock all right that's jerome solomon you can follow him on twitter at jerome solomon great stuff as always my man we will talk to you again soon Thank you, sir. And by the way, AJ is right. Uh, no, <laughs> nope. You're 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 both dumb. Get out of here. Cut him off. Nope. Bye. Cut him off. Gone. See you. All right. You're welcome anytime, Jerome. No, you're dumbass. That was yesterday. You're supposed to come on the last segment yesterday. Dumbass report. Already been sitting here next to one for an hour and forty two minutes. All right. Quick break. It's a blitz on ESPN at ISM five ninety two five. Listening to the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You are listening to the Blitz on ESPN 97.5 and on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios. Here's Fred Fowler and AJ Hoffman, and we're back on the Blitz. 713-780-ESPN is your number. 
really don't like have, having to be involved in moderating the damn Twitch. It's not my. That's not my uh, job description. It's not my job to do that. My job is to sit here and make inappropriate just, comments and make fun of AJ. I just don't care what anyone on Twitch.tv yeah, says I'm, to me. I, I, it's it's when they start getting on other people that I have a real problem in, in some of the stuff that, uh, and a lot of that's against Twitch's rules anyway. We need to do a better job with that uh, as a station of preventing some of these people from saying some of the things they're saying. Because this ain't exactly, you know, it's, it's not uh, free speech central here. Supposed to be a community. All right, let's do a Zadok Jewelers Gym of the Day. The Gym of the Day. It's the Gym of the Day. The Zadok Jeweler Gym of the Day. All right, we go to Florida, of course, where a Florida woman was arrested for drunk driving. That happens. Okay, that's fairly common, right? Uh, how about drunk driving after slamming her car into a Taco Bell sign? Uh, how about drunk driving after slamming your car into a Taco Bell sign and fleeing the scene? Oh, okay. And how about your name is Kanisha Booze, 34 years old, a woman named Booze arrested for drunk driving. Are you shocked at all? No. Yeah, I, I'm gonna go. No, not not shocked even in the slightest. Um. According, according to an arrest report, Booze struck a tree, the Taco Bell sign, and the eatery's water meter around 10:20 p.m. She was subsequently collared after being spotted speeding through two red lights near the restaurant. When questioned by police, a wobbly Booze exhibited bloodshot, watery eyes, a dazed and blank expression on her face. And shocker, odor of what on her breath? Alcoholic Booze. beverage, yes. She declined to provide breath samples. So, yeah. Wise, guys. That's, uh, that's one of those things that's uh, going to happen. So, <laughs> that is your Zadok Jewelers Gem of the Day. The Gem of the Day. It's the Gem of the Day. Jeweler gem of the day. All right. That's some others. Uh, I have a crocodile that has eaten 80 people. I mean, that's a, that's a good number for a crocodile. Good for him. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, his, he's uh, terrorized a village and has eaten 80 locals. Jeez. Uh, guess what his name is? Um, Crocky Osama. Oh, that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. Crocky does Crocky really sound like somebody who would no, eat eighty no, people? But I, I Crocky don't know. sounds like the one that comes up and says, "Oh, he's so cute." <laughs> Hungry the hippo, the croc. I don't know. What do I know? Yeah. So, uh, and I don't know if you you saw this, but a. Councilman in North Carolina basically says uh, we should arrest everyone who gives money to the homeless. Uh, yeah, we talked about that yesterday. Remember at the, uh, end of the uh, yeah, dumbass the report. dumbass report. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And I said, well, maybe stop giving money to politicians. <sighs> that might be the better move. Apparently, that that of course that story's blown up. Um, man, there's some there's some there's a lot of strange people in the world. A lot of stupid people out there. Yeah, as you know, Fred. Yeah. So. Uh, 
couple things we'll get to next hour. Uh, looking forward to the. Uh, by the way, the, did you see what the Phoenix Suns had to do? Issue us an official statement about fighting. I guess Suns and Four guys started it, and then they had a bunch of fights the other night. <sighs> do we really are, are really at the point where we have to official uh, issue statements about fighting? Hey guys, if you fight in the stands, you're going to get kicked out. Isn't that pretty That's simple? The rules. Don't we get that? This isn't shocking. This is the way it's always been. The Phoenix Suns are enjoying a deep run in the NBA postseason, and while the intensity on the court continues to heat up, we still expect Suns fans to keep their cool off the court. Oh, mm-hmm. I see. At least they're making it fun. Yeah. With these bad jokes. We will not tolerate the violence that erupted following Sunday's game at the Phoenix Suns Arena. We consider Suns fans to be the best in the world. Fighting or taunting to incite violence is not reflective of our organization or how fans from across the valley should be represented. We're better Rally than that. Rally the Valley. Rally the Valley. We're better than that. Let's work together to provide a model fan experience that is fun, enthusiastic, and respectful. So that's all I'm asking from anybody. Fun, enthusiastic, and respectful. If it's the fight I'm thinking of, did you guys see the video? I saw a video. Yeah, yeah. I, I the, saw a the video. The two Clippers fans who and, decided and, to step up and then sucker punch one Suns fans while there's 40 other Suns yeah. fans around. I mean, yeah, you're jawing at each other and you're talking bleep. That's what fans do. But the second you actually hit another grown man and people around him think that you're in the wrong and you get your ass kicked, that's your fault. Here's what I would have done if I were the Suns. I would have waited until after tonight's game, hoped there weren't any fights that happened, but if there were, that's when you give your statement. After you've played both your home games, say, listen, we're not going to tolerate this. And then everyone will, it's Suns and Four anyway, bitch. Doesn't matter. We ain't coming back here. Suns and Four, Suns and Four. And then people fight again. But that'll be in L.A. So that's L.A.'s problem now. That's the way it should. That's what I would have done if I were running their social media. But They kill people in L.A., though. Uh, that's true. That's true. I mean, they're... But not when, they're, the, rally, not when the Valley's rally. No, but, but you know what? That's, do Clippers fans kill or, like... I'm sure they do. Because Are Clippers fans like uh, LA Angels Center? fans or like, like they kind of care. Like where they're not Laker or Dodger fans. No, they're more the ones who are going to shoot than Laker fans. You think so? Laker fans have, most of them have something to lose because they're celebrities. That's true. Yeah, but not, not the not rank. Fans. No, not the rank and file. I mean, like remember Dodgers fans killed those Giants people outside. Yeah. I mean, they're all, they're all time murdering each other over there. That's true. I, I think a Clipper fan, I don't think they're passionate enough to murder. Yeah, I think uh, I think the Clippers are just kind of... They're like the Anaheim Ducks. Like, sometimes you forget that they're even in the city. It's like, oh, I forgot about that team. They're, they're kind of like the Chargers. <laughs> or, San, or the, the San Diego... I mean, the LA Chargers. No, uh, yeah, you keep forgetting because no one, no one cares. Or the Texans, for that matter. You can't fill up a soccer stadium. Yeah. Yeah. It's like LAFC. Not LA Galaxy. It's LA's secondary soccer team because LA's got to have two of every team. I'll have to ask uh, Glenn Davis that next hour. Because <laughs> uh, the who's la- more passionate, Dynamo fan or LAFC fan? See that I don't know. I'm sure our soccer you people know. can answer. You knew there was a gay guy on the Galaxy. Yeah, but that's not LAFC. I don't. I don't was know. Was he much. a top or a bottom? I don't know. You know? How do I know? You know? Oh, oh, because all I did was read it. Yeah, I, I, don't, I didn't read any details. What the hell, man? What kind of commentary is this? You read it in your. You're gay supposed a- to be you doing. You read it in your gay athlete newsletter. No, you need to be. Get. You need to be doing sport talk about some of this stuff, like them balls dropping for that lottery or those Astros hitting balls. 
You need to focus on balls and quit focusing on stuff like that. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing to me. Well, if you if you're all focused on balls, then you're not paying attention to the stick. Well, <laughs> speaking of big sticks, that was a hell of a home run by Jordan last night. That's a rough transition. I know. That's well, I don't have anything to transition to here, so I just was trying. That's all right. To, you know, let's try to turn it back to the Astros. You can do this. Um, all right, a lot more fun stuff to get to. Uh, Only one hour of show remains. Yeah, and if you miss it, well, then you're going to die young. Everyone knows that. Uh, if you miss it, then you're going to regret it for the rest of your days. You'll rue the day. Yeah. Remember the remember, the 22nd of June-vember. Rue the day. Quick break. It's a blessing. ESPN 97.5, 925. comes to sports betting, sportsmapbets.com is the site you need. From weekly betting guides to single game breakdowns of the point spread, money line, over, under, and more, sportsmapbets has all the info you need to make the best play. sportsmapbets.com.